girl Maddie. I am your host Maddie and my awesome guest today is a returning guest on the podcast is my friend Haley. Hi Haley. Thanks for having me again. Of course y'all met Haley um, at the Heavenly Idol through two episode and we are back to review this puppy. Let's do it. Gosh. We're a little overwhelmed. <laughs> we <don't know. laughs> um, before we get started, just to pitch Haley, um, she is also a content creator, and so she does lots of content. Um, you do book book reviews, right? Yep, book reviews. Um, K drama, K pop. Yeah, pretty much all the above. All the above, yeah. Vlogs. Vlogs. Um, my YouTube is just my first and last name. And then my bookstagram, K-popstagram, whatever, is Haley and Pages. Yes. And then her name is Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, Garen, G-A-R-R-O-N. That's her YouTube page. And then Haley in Pages. In Pages, like I-N-P-A-G-E-S. In, Thank you. I'm just saying this out loud for people. <laughs> H-A-Y-L-E-Y-I-N-P-A-G-E-S. Haley and Pages. And you, yeah. Um, you're in your what's it called? A bookstagram? Is that what you call it? A, yeah, bookstagram. It's really cute. I love it. Thank you. Lots of fun book recs over there. Um, so guys, head over there and check that out. Um, but yeah, we are here today to review the Heavenly Idol, which is the new Kim Ming Yu um drama that <laughs> uh may or may not have been what we expected. <laughs> We're not sure, maybe. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> We weren't sure at the through two what was going on in this show. And I'll be honest with you, Haley, I'm still not sure what's going on in this show. So. Yeah. Um, what I am sure of is that we finished it. We made it through. <laughs> the only certainty is uncertainty in this drama. Oh, yeah. I'm certain that Minkyu was really cute. His dimples were absolutely adorable. He was really cute. And I can say that I'm pretty sold on him as a center for a group now. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I'm sure of is I wanted more wild animal content and we didn't get enough. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Agreed. Um, and uh, Uyanu is my bias wrecker. Hands down, bias wrecker. My bias is the leader, though. Still. Same. Jungso or something. <laughs> Jungso. Same. Love him. Love him. <laughs> I love him too. <laughs> when I thought that he was gonna um betray Remory at the end, I was like, Don't do this to my bias. And we're fine. Everything's everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh I like that we got spot spotlights on every member of Wild Animal. I thought that was great. The Machine was really cute. All he of it was, was great. He was. But we didn't get enough content. I wanted more comeback stages. We didn't get we didn't get a single song, Haley. Are we we didn't get a, a wild yeah, animal song, right. right? We didn't. We didn't get any. That's now, a huge missed got, opportunity. We got songs from other groups on the show and performances. Yeah, we didn't. But we barely got like a full performance or anything from Wild Animal. Yeah, we didn't. And I'm like really sad about that. Like that's one of my big comments. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. Big Agreed. Time. There should have been an entire comeback with the concept, and uh, you know the single in the dance. They should have done dance practice videos on YouTube. Like there should have been so much more. I think it would have helped promote the drama. Yeah, like 
And they did it. <laughs> yeah. So this review episode, I don't even know how many people watch this drama, Haley. I don't know how popular, uh, but there are definitely a few people in the world that also feel the same things we feel and actually finish this drama. <laughs> so we need to just speak to those people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the whole world has been watching like the glory and I'm over here like watching the heavenly idol because I don't like scary things. (laughs) I'm about to hop onto the glory next. Hopefully. Have you, have you started it or you're just like, I have not, but I'm about to, there's two seasons. And now that I know the main people are dating in real life. No, they are. I saw that. I'm like ready to go for that one. Well, Dohyun is so cute that I want to watch it for him. Anyways, yeah, I, I but I was scared of it, so I'm over here watching the Heavenly Idol every week. I'm like, yeah, the fluff that you and need. I'm, yeah, I'm happy with my decision. I I really am. I truly enjoyed this drama. I watched every episode with joy in my heart. Yeah. I will say after I finished, I was like, what what just happened? But I enjoyed it personally. Did you enjoy, it or were you like, I'm only finishing this because we're gonna review it? No, I enjoyed it. Um, as you know, it took me um, many weeks to start it again after we recorded. Yeah. And after I watched the first two episodes, there was like a little bit of a break. It had the momentum, but then it took like a week to come out. So by then I was kind of on to the next thing. But um, I would say after episodes three through five is when I really like hopped back on the train and got back into it and was way more invested. Yeah, and then you just got to binge the last few, right? And yeah. Kind of like stay on the weird roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> well, Haley was messaging me like all caps the entire <laughs> episode twelve. What? <laughs> she slapping him with a slipper? Wait, it's not actually you, Yanu. This is an old man <laughs> impersonating <laughs> Like, I, I'm like, I, I don't know how to describe what, what is going on. Screams. I don't know. <laughs> it is a whirlwind. Oh my gosh! I will say, I remember. Um, a complaint I have about this show is I remember in our through two, we were like, I hope this is more of an idol show than a fantasy show. And they went too heavy on the fantasy, I think. But the fantasy was so weird. <laughs> I kind of think they did neither. I'm not sure what they did. Um, You're not yet. You can't even tell what is a fantasy show or an idol show. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, what happened to all the reality shows that he was supposed to be on, Plot Holes? But, you know, I feel like they never right. got wrapped up. Um, no, yeah. What you said, which I totally didn't even think about for whatever reason, even though it's an idol show. They never even went on stage. We never got a song from them. And then the fantasy no. The fantasy was weird. I don't know. Okay, let's just talk about the fantasy for a minute. The <laughs> fantasy was crap weird. <laughs> like, weird. <laughs> Because by the end of this show, we learned that, like, Redlin was a freaking seaweed spirit. Oh, my God. Who, like, just got people to believe in her. And I will say, I think I have theories for, I think you might be right. It's, like, a big fat satire. But we can get into this. Oh, yeah. But she's a freaking seaweed spirit. And she just got people to believe in her. Apparently, she gave part of her soul to Rembury, And it's... He's the only one who can destroy her by ejecting that part of her soul. But then there's amnesia involved <laughs> with Doll. Um, and then apparently the devil was like 
wrapped up with Redolent? I still don't even understand that part. The devil uh, was like, yeah, obsessed with her, in love with her, apparently. Like, in love with her. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and then there was an evil artifact from the underworld that... Oh, yeah. I wasn't aware of until episode 12. Apparently, it was being used. I don't remember and I don't <laughs> when think we ever saw the, this. Yeah, we never saw the physical artifact. Well, no, there was that... I didn't know it until the end when Doll takes the pen out of the drawer. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's the artifact with the pen to write the contracts. <laughs> I, that's right. honestly... When I listen back to this episode, I'm going to listen. I'm going to pretend to be someone who never watched this show. And I'm going to laugh so hard because just listening to us talk about the show, people be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, the afterla- the afterlife. The queen of the afterlife turned out to be more of an important person than we thought. And she just kept coming in. And then the Grim Reaper ended up being kind of important, too. But I didn't understand why he was in the show until... I still... Actually, I don't, I still don't understand. But it's fine. <laughs> Uh, anyways, it's wild. So I think they should not have put this much work into the fantasy because it was just going to be stupid anyways. I'm just glad. I thought the Queen of the Underworld was going to wind up being the bad one. Right. And then it's like... a little bad. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like it's more predictable that Redland was actually the bad one. I mean, yeah. It's in hindsight. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Obviously, Redland had to be the evil one. Yeah. So... Yeah. I... Okay, here's a question for you, Haley. Um... Let's just jump into the end of the show and just yeah. maybe some questions we have before we can dig into the more like good qualities of the show. Um, okay, so we learn that Redlin created Rembrary with parts of her own soul, apparently. Right. And that's why he has divine powers. But then the whole show, she's just trying to destroy him. Why did she make him? Do we know that? I don't think we learned that. No. Um, we definitely didn't learn that. But, I don't think we did. <laughs> yeah, but it also, I think, makes sense and started making sense to him why he was so infatuated by her. And, like, felt like he uh, owed her everything. You know? Because she made him? Yeah. And I don't think he... I don't think he knew, right? I don't think he realized that until the end when that was discovered unwrapped but right i mean the entire show he always had this affinity for her towards her so he did and i was actually crushing to watch him realize that she was evil i yeah. felt really bad for him i know um yeah because what we know about his past is that he like lived in the other world and was like a normal like bachelor living his life until he was like in his 20s i think and then his whole family got killed by redlin and then he became her follower wasn't that the story yeah right like your typical cult abduction (laughs) right right so this whole this i know this whole time also in that conversation with doll he's like She's like, did you ever date anyone? He's like, I'm not telling you. And like, they he never told us. I wanted yeah. to know his. I'm like, hey, why do you ever tell us? Anyways, um, although I think he did date somebody. He yeah. seemed a little. I think too... it was definitely implied that he had a yeah. past before he became this pure high priest. Priest thing, yeah. Um, so yeah, I. 
so I, I'm confused though. Why? Why would Redlin make him as the one and only true high priest with her soul in him, but then not abduct him until he's like in his twenties? I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't right? know. Maybe, maybe she thought that at that age she would fall in love with her and not question anything. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Why didn't she just raise him like in a basement somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Keep him locked away. <laughs> okay, here's another question. <laughs> we come to learn that Uyanu of the group Wild <laughs> Animal is in fact an Ajushi, <laughs> a fifty, a middle-aged man. What? From the other world, um, who envied Rembury's good looks, which I mean makes sense, his charisma and good looks, and he wanted to be his double. So she says, That's fine, you can become his double, and she sends him to Earth. But she says, You have to make everybody hate you. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? I don't understand it. Yeah, because her plan was to send Rembury and his place one day and then people would hate him for no reason right but, but why was that her plan I i'm asking know. you a lot of questions that you don't know the answers <laughs> to i'm just she, she did hating them not so things that doesn't make any sense for someone uh, that wasn't even a god <laughs> it was in fact a seaweed spirit what a shame yeah. this show i feel <laughs> like we got punked we got so punked which i think <laughs> is like a win for the show like it really made us be like what it really uh, spoofed us, yeah. It was entertaining. When he, when, when Uyanu turned into the old man, I was like, what the frick? Like, I was incredibly entertained in that moment. Oh, like, I was, yeah. like, absolutely continuing watching. Like, that was the wildest thing I've ever seen. So, I replayed it, and I messaged you. I was like, what just happened? He's not Uyanu? <laughs> oh, no. Like, it's so weird. So, but yeah. also, it was funny because I remember at the beginning we're like, I guess we're just going to overlook this plot hole that they look the same. I'm like, wasn't even a plot hole. Yeah. They thought it through. <laughs> it wasn't a plot hole. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, my gosh. But it does make sense. And I think I messaged you this, too. It does make sense. It doesn't make sense. But it does make sense in the way that there was only one person that looked like that. Because how else would he get to stay with Doll on Earth? <laughs> Right, right. Which so they stay with doll, obviously. Yeah. So the way they did it was odd, but <laughs> I guess smart. Like, gotta give them creativity yeah, there, points. There can't and... be two members of Wild Animal that look like that, right? Whatever. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh man. Okay, so yeah, these are just some of my questions. Uh, I was just, you know, just kind of <laughs> wondering what was going on there. Um. But here we can just talk through um some of our characters. Um Wild Animal. We have Doll. We have Gom J, the Grim Reaper. Who are other characters? Um the CEO. We have, oh, the CEO. And her weird relationship with that artist. Nobody needed it. Nobody um, needed it. She definitely and, didn't need to have that weird romance, yeah. Oh, not at all. Like, I literally, I actually skipped through it. I'm not going to lie. I don't <laughs> like to do that. I like to maintain my credibility as a K-drama review podcast <laughs> host. But I'm like, nah, I just know this isn't going to be anything I need. <laughs> so, no. Nah, 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 nah. no. 
Um, oh, we had um, the ogres from Evil Boys. Oh, yeah. Of course. Which, all those boys are so cute. I really want to know who they are. I, I need to research I'm them. like, come on. Come they on. gave them a whole set. They gave them songs. <laughs> no! Like, when are they going to come back? Um, and we had, uh, you know... Oh, that one guy from um, Sing Survival who got horns on oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oh, and obviously the devil. Yeah. <laughs> These are our characters. Oh, the underworld queen. Yeah. Oh, and Redlin. Redlin's also a character. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I don't, uh, let's just start with Doll. Do we like Doll? I, I thought Doll was a... Um, I thought she was a likable female lead. I enjoyed her. I thought she was feisty. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoyed her. I thought she was cool. I wasn't bothered by her. Uh, I wasn't bothered by her, but I won't remember her in two years. (laughs) I 100% agree with that. Um, She was fine. She was fine. She was fine. She did her job. Yeah. Yeah. She did her job. They had like good chemistry it wasn't off the it wasn't like earth breaking yeah. earth shattering i mean i definitely um, liked her episode 12 more than episode two like she grew okay. on me yeah um i don't think she had much character growth though no uh, to an extent she did she had that big forgiveness yeah. with herself arc which i thought was good i i liked that um but yeah, she was she was fine, and I think their chemistry was fine. Like it, was enough, it did, yeah. it, was... it did the job. Right. Um. I I you know swooned when they kissed. I thought that was great, but it's not like I was like that was it, y'all. That was it. Like I was like <laughs> that was good. It was good. You the know? comments that I saw after their first kiss on my drama list were so funny. I go there. I like spoilers, <laughs> but I go there because I like to read everyone's comments before I watch uh, episodes. Sometimes, sometimes, and okay. the comments were all like. Why is he kissing someone? He's a high priest. I kid you not. I'm like, you came well, into this knowing this key. was a romantic comedy. And these people yeah. are not joking about their comments about, like, that they hated the romance. I'm like, come on. It's titled a romantic comedy. Also, that was a plot point. If they yeah. had watched the show, they would have known that he was working through that conflict. Definitely. Definitely. He had already rejected her because he was a high priest. So and there comes come a on, point people. that you just can't reject anymore. Clearly. Of course. He said, the reason I'm losing my divine powers is because I'm in love with you. I know. Romantic, way to, right? Way to make her feel guilty about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After um, the genius like suggestion by our grim reaper that the only way that um he, he could regain his divine powers was if he ta- he drinks the magical river water from the underworld and then they kill doll oh my god what? i just oh my god but i just thought of the the don't drink the kool-aid the the cult quote oh my god 100 it's 100 don't drink the kool-aid uh it didn't make a lot of sense. Apparently, the moment that him and Doll saw each other again, they would fall back in love. So that's why we have to kill Doll. Right. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, and then she was happy to kiss him immediately after she learned that he was considering killing her. She really laughed that one off. So <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> kind yeah. Of, kind of like tainted the moment a little bit for me that she was like oh my gosh stop it what do you mean you were gonna kill me like stop i'm like 
She well, must have thought they were joking around at first. I don't think they were joking. No. Yeah. Um, I will say I don't think Doll had much of a chance to have a good character arc in the show because her whole character was the character that was like apparently fine with learning about the underworld and that was just how her character had to be. So her character just didn't make a lot of sense. She didn't react in the way a human would react to things in this situation. And that's just the way her character was supposed to be, I guess. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of questioning, really. No, (laughs) no, no, not Beyond the first two episodes where she took him to that psychologist we never saw again. Which I was tracking with that. I'm like, I get why you're thinking there's a disassociative identity. Well, see, but Haley, then she saw the guy with the horns. So she's like, obviously, actually, Rembrary. Right. Obviously. Obviously. You're about to save my life, so. Uh, Right. (sighs) So she believed that after that. Um, But yeah, I mean, her her whole character just suspended her disbelief a little bit and because or else she just wouldn't have gone along with him i don't think no. i don't think she would you know, have been with him the one so. thing that i wish i we could have seen though that i feel like would have solidified her forgiving herself more is um a scene at least with her and the girl that was in the hospital the, i don't think they were having her scene together were never they? no never the only scene Rari we had of them, quote unquote, to get yes to and got the you know like forgiveness from her, but yes. we never saw anything with them together. So that I feel like was kind of left undone in my head. I don't know. Right, right. I don't know. They just spent Although, so much time, like at the beginning. I feel like building why she like hates herself and like is not in a good headspace right. and and then it's like you can't you don't even see those two characters together at all so i don't know right yeah well i think part of that's because kind of the point i think the writers were going for was that rembrary healed her yeah oh yeah and he definitely yeah that's right he did because that's a big theme eh, that Rembury's divine powers didn't work on mental health issues. Yeah. They only worked on physical health issues. And then he was at a loss. And then he learned that him just being himself and encouraging her helped heal her mental health battles as well. Right. Which is definitely a big theme in the show was him navigating mental health struggles um yeah he didn't know maybe that's right. why he didn't know like know? what to do the first time that he saw casey having an anxiety attack. a panic attack yeah a yes. panic attack and then remember even like for the 30 seconds he didn't have his divine power and he's like oh my god having an, a panic anxiety attack oh my god this is what casey went through like how did he deal with this remember he was like there was like yes 30 second mental breakdown that he had I will say the, like, panic attack, like, theme, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was kind of, in a way, like, a touching commentary. Yeah. Actually, I actually did. Like, I've, I've, like, I've had panic attacks before. I think a lot, a lot of people have had panic attacks before. And, um, there's that real, like, feel of, like, I wish this was a physical illness because then it would be more black and white of how to fix it. Yeah. Right, like I felt that way with mental health struggles. Oh, yeah. Like I, I wish I could put a bandaid on this, or we could do surgery and take it out. Right, but it's not so simple. 
And that's what Rembury was struggling with is he was trying to heal people the way he heals physical illnesses and it wasn't working. Right. And I don't really know exactly where they were going with that in this show, but I actually thought it was an interesting commentary on mental health. I was like, that's true. Like you can't fix it the way you fix a physical illness. It's a different avenue. And it takes time. It yeah. can be puzzling, very puzzling. And it puzzled him. Yeah. So I thought that was fascinating. No, I, think, I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I think the commentary on that is one, they don't do a ton of showing anxiety or anything mental health in general in K-dramas. And number two, they're idols, right? So now it's showing you like idols are relatable because they also have anxiety attacks, panic attacks, mental health issues, just like everybody yes. else. Which I, I wrote sure, down, like, you know, all these idols yeah, these days have like YouTube videos and all the behind the scenes, but you don't see obviously like their bad days or their mental breakdowns. And so I did right. think it was interesting and I liked that they included it. So you mentioned in like Arthur too that this is like a big old satire or like just oh, yeah. commentary on idol, the idol world. I feel like you're onto something. I was giving this a lot of thoughts. Um, and I gave it a lot of thought as the show went on. Actually, this this show made me very thought-provoking. I, like, took a lot of notes when I was, like, thinking through this drama. And I don't know if they were going for this at all, but there's a lot of, like, metaphors and things that could be drawn from this show. Yeah. But an interesting theme in this show is that people... So the evil one, the devil, was going throughout the world, and he was... Making people his red-eyed minions, yeah. you know? But then we kind of learn that the reason people become his minions or they're susceptible to being his minions is because they already have inner demons in them. And like, they I don't want think he something creates... so desperately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he creates their inner demons. I think he, he latches on to what they already have. Yeah, he targets them. them. Yeah. Uh huh. So with Doll, it was her unforgiveness of herself. It was her self hatred, really. And she was healed of that when she forgave herself. And then it was like she was no longer affected by it. So it made me realize oh my gosh, like the demon, the devil, he's not going around the world making people red eyed minions. He's just exposing what's already in their heart. And then they're susceptible to his temptations and his his ways which the best example of that is the freaking ogres <laughs> the evil boys <laughs> the evil boys which i thought this was a fascinating commentary on like um fame i guess uh -huh. i would say idol life but that's not fair to everybody in the idol industry just like fame in general yeah um because the ogres only agreed to sign this contract with redlin because she promised them success as a group and they were failing as a group and so they said well we're gonna take you up on this and they chose fame and success yeah the and they basically award. gave up everything else right they wanted yeah. the music and then award they wanted the music award and then what happened with this ogre curse is that they start <laughs> first of all they stop being able to recognize themselves they start to like get this new skin and like and then they, they like, literally magically can't remember people in their life and they can't remember them. But I think that's kind of like a meta, like a commentary on, like, you know, 
you're choosing fame over everything else. So you're not spending right. time with your family. You're not spending time with the people you used to know. Like you're choosing fame over and success over them. So like you forget them and they forget you, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like it was kind of like, or maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but, um, and then to go even further, this is me jumping too far into this, but to go even <laughs> further. Okay. So at the end of this whole drama, we learned that Redolin is a freaking seaweed spirit. Oh and the only reason she had any power is because she apparently saved a human's life at one point, And that human started to um, admire her and like worship her, like follow her. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to follow you. So she kind of got a worshiper. Then the only way she had power as a god is because people were worshiping her. And right. then at the end, she she died because all those contracts were taken away. Nobody believed in her anymore. Nobody believed in her. All you need is and, one person to believe in you. Uh-huh. Which is also very true of idols or any celebrities or, I mean, even in a small way, this freaking podcast. Any Anyone who does anything and then people consume it. It doesn't exist without people's admiration. It'll just die immediately. So in a way, it was kind of like a commentary on like K-pop idols because we make them into this big thing. Oh, they're so great. But they're just a seaweed spirit. They're just a person like everyone else. And the only reason they're great, the only reason they have that value is because we give it to them. Right. By saying you're you're elevated. You're somehow better. And that's the only way Redolin gained any power. But if suddenly someone woke up and everyone stopped, you know, everyone forgot one member of 17 was an idol, that person would just be a seaweed spirit. They'd just be a normal person. Right? Because we stopped giving them their elevated status. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I read into it. <laughs> That's what happened to Redlin. Yeah. The moment everyone forgot about her, she lost, she didn't, it wasn't inherent power inside of her. It was only power given to her by other people. I also think my thing that I was thinking of with like the evil boys was like a be careful what you wish for type thing too. Uh-huh. Like sometimes, like you might want fame so bad, but once you get there, like what did you, what did you have to sell or what was your opportunity cost that you were giving up in order to become famous? Like, that's what I was started thinking about when the first boy from the evil boys came to Rambario and was like, help me, help me. And like, he explained mm-hmm. the whole situation. It's like, Oh wow. Like they tell you never make a, a bargain with the devil because be careful what you wish for. And that they literally made a bargain with yeah. the devil. Yeah. And I think they showed that in like that leader of evil boys that like seemed the most evil. Mm-hmm. He like um remember he made him look at his parents and he remembered who his mom was and it just broke him. Yeah. And I think they chose to go back. Yeah, they I think did. they I think at that uh, award show they were like, just kidding, we're not evil boys anymore. I don't remember. Yeah, they did. They turned but, around. They didn't get the award because yeah. they broke yeah. their whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that I don't know if they were going for this at all, but there are a lot of like nuances to this show that I was just catching. I was like, that's even like the seaweed spirit thing. It seems so stupid. But I'm like, if they were going for something here, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. That she had no special powers to herself. Right. It was only given to her by people that followed her. Um, And then... Re- uh, Rembury realizes well I think I would say a lot of people in the show realize they were worshipping the wrong thing yeah 
because and it wasn't what they thought it was gonna be obviously Rembury that was like really sad like Redlin sucked yeah but then like in other way like doll like doll was a great example of she put so much hope into k-pop idols i mean she even told Rembury like my life dream is to create the perfect k-pop group to bring hope which don't get me wrong like i love k-pop groups they make me so freaking happy yeah but she even learns her idol of idols wasn't even responding to her freaking emails. He was a punk. Like she, she was crushed by that too. <laughs> and then you the know, idol wasn't even a real person. He was a host of a. Person. It wasn't even a real person. So I think that was kind of a theme too. Like, be careful yeah. what you worship. Like, be careful what you yeah. put on a pedestal. You yeah. don't really know what it is. I also you think know? there's a lot of commentary on greed in the show. And being uh, greedy. Uh-huh. Especially with our, yeah. our devil being greedy and for fame. Because yeah. that's what the devil feeds on. The devil is just making that right. that in people. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> maybe they weren't <laughs> going for any... I don't know if they were going for any of this at all, but I, I drew that from that. <laughs> I was like, this is such a fascinating commentary on we idol send culture. this to the producers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, here, I have a quote. I wrote down a quote by, from the Underworld Queen. Um, and like I said, they might not be going for anything in this, but I also feel like, um, this might really, uh, give weird reason to the lore if they were going for this, or it might just be bad lore. I'm not sure. Um, but the, um, underworld queen was talking to Rembury about how the only way to stop Redlin was to take the part of Redlin's soul that was in him and then kill it. But then if that happened, everyone who supported him would forget about him. Kind of that was like yeah. that was the conversation. Yeah. And the underworld queen said, if the power of God is destroyed, people who support you will not love or trust you anymore because those people in your power are connected. Which we learned that he got his divine power from doll like believing in him. Right. So I, I, I'm like, either this comment doesn't really make sense and it's just like, this whole thing might just be a stupid fantasy show. <laughs> but I'm like, that actually is kind of deep. So yeah. I don't know if that's where they were going for. But the people who are fans of K-pop idols is where K-pop idols get their power. Right. It's because we're fans. Yeah. Well, but like in any in any sense, that that's how any fan base works at all, which isn't inherent, is not inherently evil. But... I'm like, maybe that's maybe that's where this whole Heavenly Idol show was supposed to be about. It probably is not. You know what? Whatever. They're probably just like, we want to make something fun. <laughs> I know. I know. You guys are too deep into this now. <laughs> right. Or, or maybe we're right. No, we're probably but not But right. there was also that comment, like, um, he wasn't quite dead, but he was very weak or almost dead i feel like or passed out there was like a comment about why he didn't die and it was because he had a believer and it was dull i forget what episode that was on but there was there was like yeah, it was there towards was a the comment end on that. yeah it was towards the end that's right he literally was like stabbed right yeah that's right when he got stabbed yeah and it's like the reason that you still not have power but the reason you're still like not dead the reason you're still alive is because you have a believer and then it was like her that you're so right about. Yeah, I don't know how that connects. I don't, I don't understand. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I will say at the end of the day, um, 
the reason I enjoyed the show was not because of the lore or because of any of that. Oh. It's because it was just like entertaining and stupid. No, it was definitely <laughs> just to say, it. just to say, like that's what I actually really enjoyed about it. I was laughing at how stupid all the lore was, uh, and I almost like the thought that they weren't going anywhere with it even better because it just is stupid. Yeah, and maybe they're like the power of Kimingu's dimples will lead us through, <laughs> which it did. So I think the point I just I think the point of it was to say like you only need one believer like to give you maybe power. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> like you only need one per- one good person that really loves you only and you're going to be fine. paying attention to you. Yeah, like that in you know, that quote like you really only need like a few good people to love you and you're going to be just fine. Yeah. Even if everyone else forgets you, it's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> there's all the deep talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what else would we recommend this show to other people? Would we... I don't know? If they're going through <laughs> a deep dark time and needs something to say, what the heck is going on? <laughs> if they need yeah. a distraction, I think it might be good for those people. I think so too. Or if you're like us and you're K-pop stands, it might also be good for you. It's not a trash drama. Or like, it's if you not watched a... Business Proposal and you liked Kim Mingyu's face, then it's for it's you. It's a good show for you. It's a good show for you. I think this would be a really good show for someone who, like, let's say there's someone who, like, is officially a K-drama fan, does not need to be convinced K-dramas are good, and they just watch, like, a really good one, and they just need, like a drama to watch that is not that good. I'll just tell them to watch The Heavenly Idol. Or if you need a break in between really... I mean, not to say that this was yeah. unemotional, because there were definitely, like, we talked about the mental health and and her, right. watching her go through all of the things and watching him go through all his realizations. It definitely had its moments, but overall, I think it was not supposed to be, like, a very taxing emotional drama. No. So if you need a break... And it wasn't. Yeah, it really was. It, was only, it wasn't until yeah. afterwards that I was like, oh, but in the moment i was like this is just weird the show actually reminded me of like a web drama yeah web dramas can just be like stupid do you know what it reminded me of um i haven't watched that many web dramas but i watched kiss goblin once have you ever seen that (laughs) yeah with bae and hyuk yeah first of all loved that show second of all love him third of all it was stupid, like the Heavenly Idol. It was. It had like this stupid fantasy element. People were like getting stabbed in alleyways, some weird devil character. Now, web dramas are really short. Right. So, like, it was like a fifth of the length or less. Yeah. But this reminded me of that <laughs> to where it was like, I don't know what this fantasy element is at all. It's really cheesy. <laughs> but. I'm in it because the male lead's super cute and there's like cuteness and like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I will say um, I do like that I binged it like in, you know, a couple of days or whatever versus like, wait, it's not like a, you don't need to wait. Like you're not desperately waiting for it to come out every week or at least I, I didn't feel that way, obviously. So yeah, um, I, I think that it was like good to binge so like if you need a break or something it is it is a good binge yeah i I would recommend to someone if 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 they just needed like a cleanser you know like in between courses you just eat like that little like sherbet like just cleanse the palate you know yeah if you have a couple sick days 
<laughs> make you yearn for something that like actually tastes real right <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know yeah if you're stuck sick at yeah, home and it's like a couple sick days. i don't want to watch a drama that i'm actually going to care about yeah i just want to watch a drama that <laughs> we're really trashing this now <laughs> I'm not, i really enjoyed it we haven't talked about okay honestly what we haven't talked about yet was the fact that like in between all the weird lore like me Kimmy Rembury was freaking cute. Yeah. I liked Rembury. He was adorable. There was a lot of funny moments in this show of him trying to navigate the idol world. I was gonna say, and I, I really liked very endearing. Yeah, it was. And I really liked seeing him like with his group mates. Like like I know when they had their issues. Apparently he became the person to talk to. Nobody took him seriously yeah. at first. Like nobody knew what was wrong with him like just that he hit his head and none of them wanted to be around him but then it's like clearly there was a change within him you know them still not knowing what it was but clearly there was a change within him he was a little odd he had these quirks and he thought he was a high priest but he also like (laughs) i think they could tell that he genuinely like wanted to be there and help him so I really liked his talks with all of them because you got to see like that he sat down with each of them at least once when they needed someone. So I liked that. Yeah. And I do like that. We got like um, a storyline with every member. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like, I feel like I got to know the members a little bit. The Machne and his like bullying issues and just not feeling adequate. And then that main vocal feeling all like brushed over to the side and like also it's like well apparently he was a like Uyonu was a total punk so i get why you guys didn't like him right um but i guess well but when you're in an idol group with someone you're just kind of stuck with them yeah. so like you know I, I thought it was funny that their dorm was like so ghetto <laughs> because that's probably so true of like groups that are not that good yeah. um or at the beginning too like groups at the beginning that don't have any money yeah, I mean, I've seen footage, like, they do not live in very good places. No. <laughs> I mean, they idols are money. expensive to make. The, each each trainee, it's a million dollars. Like, from the... Is it literally a million dollars? It's a million dollars from the start of them becoming a trainee to saying that they actually debut. They cost each about a million dollars. One million not, U.S. dollars? Yep. I'm not surprised. That's not, just a lot of money. They're not paying for where they live. They're not paying for their food. Like they owe. This is how much they gen. Like they owe, and that's why, like so many of them, it takes so long. And this is stuff that's not really ever talked about that publicly, clearly. But yeah, it's like it takes them so long to pay everything back. I know we're going on topic a little bit, but yeah, no, it's yeah. like yeah. So you know, it was just that is so interesting. Yeah, I, well, I and I've heard that like we got to see that it wasn't like like this really nice storm because honestly, no, they don't get that until later on if they make it. Well, in like, I mean, I've definitely heard, and I'm not an expert here, but they don't get paid no for a while. Well, because they owe they owe money back to yeah, the company. They owe that much money. Yeah, and then once they get like fame, I mean, you know, you better believe. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Joshua Hong's walking around with nice <laughs> stuff. In, almost everyone in Seventeen owns property and stuff. They're rich. They're oh good, yeah, though. they're so rich. <laughs> but that's like point point zero zero two percent of the people that want to be idols right. become 
S coops. You know, like nobody does. So there's all these guys. They don't. I don't think they get paid. They live in like these trash dorms. And you really, I really did feel for Wild Animal because so many yeah. guys are just like Wild Animal yeah. and like they're not making it. I mean, and... look, you and I are watching Boys Planet. It's look, I know. Like, I mean, they think about each of them are going to cost a million dollars. Like, they're not making any money right now. Like, they're they're still no. living in a really ratty dorm for all these companies, Starship, all these companies. Like, yeah. Even on Boys Planet, like their dorm, their camp, I'm like, it's not that nice. No. <laughs> like, and there are a hundred like people. They have to house a hundred of these boys. <laughs> and like the chances of these boys making a a penny for them, like I mean, it might be big because Boys Planet is really popular right now. But well, there's these are like eighteen year old boys yeah. that like are not super ta- like ready to debut. <laughs> like, no, nine of them make it into this group, and then some of them might have other groups that they unfortunately might go back to. Um. And because the point of the show is they don't want to be in these groups anymore. They want more fame. But and then yeah. and then the ones that are They're just... becoming ogres. No, just kidding. They're not becoming ogres. <laughs> the evil boys. <laughs> not it's not necessarily true of everyone no, wanting to become an idol no. at all. But yeah, yeah no, that's not it's, fair. It's it's I we gotta believe it's a hard life the first several years. I mean BTS didn't become big until like eight years into their career. Oh my gosh, there's like those footage of like you know Jin's birthday like 10 years ago and they were like in a little yeah. baby apartment yeah. like making their own cake yeah. <laughs> like, and, and no one is ever gonna get as big as bts but you know like it's no. just yeah which i will say this is just becoming a episode about k-pop idols now but like <laughs> that is what makes a lot of them endearing uh-huh. is it's hard to become successful it's yeah, not handed so yeah it's not handed to anybody and so that creates their bond yeah it does you know yeah and it seems it like does. it's, I don't want to say easy, but it seems like it's so common because of these shows that we see now, all these like competition shows. And also it just seems like they're machine manufactured because so many of these groups keep coming out. But really, realistically, like the ones that are coming out, like, I mean, it takes a while for them to make money. They owe money first and like, you know, who knows? It's crazy. Totally. And the pressure on them, the pressure yeah. on them. Which I think is what made Wild Animal stick with it when it's yeah. like y'all are failing. I think they had debuted five years I was before say, do we or know something. How many years that they. I think it was. It it was five that this Adjusi was dressed up as Uyang. Okay. So I don't know if that's Probably five about. since they started training. Yeah. Um. But I think they stuck with it because it's like I think they're like, well, what do we do now? And we yeah. put so much work into it, so it would be really sad just to give it up. Yeah. So we're not gonna do that. Yeah. So. It was touching to see them as a group like grow, and it was even I when they started to humanize the evil boys, like with like how hard that yeah. they had worked and all. It's just, I mean, it's I know a, it's, it's a really hard tender. industry on TV and off TV. It's, it is, which is why we love watching like Boys Planet because we're like these boys work so hard, you know, like I've been crying every week it. the last three weeks. I feel it, yeah, yeah. and it's their dream, it's so hard. and um, but uh, yeah, this show definitely showed how even when you debut, it's still hard yeah and um we can tell by their dorm <laughs> we can tell by their dorm and thank goodness rembury came around and said stupid stuff in interviews here we are we have made it thank god oh my god when he first I was walked lo- into the dorm and he's like what is this <laughs> trash. socks are everywhere <laughs> <laughs> trash trash oh <laughs> uh, it was it was funny it was really funny the way they did um wild animal i just I enjoyed it. They had all their like stupid. Wasn't he a unicorn? Yeah. 
they all have their stupid little animals that they had to pretend to be and like i'm like this is not off base nope. this is incredibly true <laughs> yeah they all have spirit animals they have to do those lives yeah. that they're mm-hmm. tired i bet if someone who doesn't know k-pop probably thought it was a joke it's not a joke no like they do have animals associated with them. They do. <laughs> yeah. Stray kids mm-hmm. made a the whole kazoo career side career out of it. They're all animals. I mean, BT twenty one. Anybody? Like, <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a joke. Um, I remember my friend Christina. She teaches second grade, and she was like, "My kids are asking for like." bts stickers and I, do they want a picture of like jin's face i'm like no they probably want bt21 she's like what's that i'm like dude <laughs> like there is a whole world that like is does have anything to do with k-pop and it is so real <laughs> like, it is it is so real. nobody ever thought bt21 was gonna pop off the way it did oh my god <laughs> it's like what is happening <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's like BT twenty one has their own idol life, truly. It ought to, yes, like <laughs> should be fan cams oh for BT twenty one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I enjoyed seeing Rembury on all like the Sing Survival shows yeah. and the uh, like, just him and his uh, his little drama and like just everything. I thought that was fun. Oh I God. wish I had seen some more of that. The, I enjoyed it. The moment where that other idol like remember where his wire was cut and then he like fell and yes i loved remember he catches him yeah and remember he catches him otherwise he would have died and then the internet's freaking out and like it was funny watching remember as the character like have like scandals like (laughs) love scandals with like these guys and he's it's just like remember you're very out of what like fish out of water yeah like it was very funny. And I thought Kim Mingyu played him really cute. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. Kim Mingyu played him, like, really cute. Um, yeah. He did. The, that scene when um, <laughs> when Dahl finds his phone and he was messaging back all of his fans on oh, DMs. Yeah, that was so Like, cute. saying, like, the cutest little things. Like, they're like, marry me. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I cannot marry you. I'm a I hope you find somebody very nice. <laughs> like, that was so cute. Like really yeah uh i was like that's adorable um so yeah i i i thought that was quite quite entertaining yeah and there were a lot of those moments that was pretty funny and like pretty yeah pretty hilarious when the uh that older singer guy like lost the ability to speak oh yeah and remember he's like stroking his neck on stage and then like holding his hand <laughs> that was pretty funny and the internet shook like, them together you gotta love his lack of social graces. Yeah, I'm like, this is great. He's this is this is the Rembury. The Rembury character. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, did we like his um his uh other world look with his blonde hair? <laughs> no. I was so oh my god. No. Seeing him Missed walk opportunity into the there. dorm with that hair, and yeah. everyone was so confused because there were two of them in the room for about five minutes mm. till we discovered yeah. the other one was not the real. There was no such thing as Wu Wu. But um, yeah, no. it was really funny seeing him in the dorm in his high priest attire. Yes. Um, when he came back to Earth in that attire, yeah. I was like, 
I don't actually need this. No. This was a big missed opportunity to put him in like a really sexy other world look. Yeah. And they didn't do it. I don't really know why they put him in such a bad one. So I'm a little upset about that. But. Yeah. I don't know. Hence. We are going for the Jesus look, I guess, with the long hair and the sandals. I guess so. It was look. more the blonde hair that I did not need. Yeah. The blonde, like, slick back mullet. Or was it even slicked back? I don't know. Some sort of mullet. Yeah, no. With his, like, colored it. context. Not it. It wasn't it. No. Very pale skin. Yeah. Not it. it. <laughs> not the look. No. Not the look. Not the look. Well, with that, I think those are all my comments on the Heavenly Idol. I think we've said what needs to be said here tonight. Haley. <laughs> yeah. and then, um, you should watch it if you're sick in bed for a couple days. <laughs> Yep. Um, in conclusion, you should watch this show if you're not looking for a good show. Just a show. Yeah. That is entertaining. This is what needs to happen. I'd say if you haven't seen a K-drama, go watch um, Goblin and a couple other ones. And well, then don't come watch. back to this one. Be a season Do K-drama not... watcher first. This is not a gateway <laughs> drama. No. It's, it's not at all. Um... This honestly, this kind of felt like a C drama, but C dramas are better. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was gonna say C dramas. A lot of C drama. C dramas like have the same feel of stupid, but it's like no, it's like like better stupid than what was going on here. There wasn't even a ton of pining in this, though. Pining, yeah. yeah like there was no, like there wasn't, there was no one in the way between like Remory yeah. and Doll. Which I'm not complaining about because usually there's like no, it's fine. someone in the way, but there was no one in the way. Yeah. I guess just like the general issue of like him being a high priest. Right, he was in his own way. The issue. But he like just kind of moved past that right. really fast. I don't know if he was going to get in trouble for that. I don't know. But then he learned his deity was the seaweed spirit. So you know, like, his whole world got really thrown upside down. So then he got to stay oh. on Earth. He was fine. Oh yeah, and he just wanted to stay on Earth and be wild animals center visual he's not the center visual Visual. who is the center of wild animal junk so yeah i think so cat casey (laughs) not casey well you know what we don't know because we didn't see a performance we did not see a performance we actually have no idea so yeah here we are it's probably the mock name he seemed cool he did he was cute (laughs) i liked him yeah (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, so that's all. I hope you all enjoyed listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is what we've said, what we need to say here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you, Haley, for coming on the podcast. And thank you all for listening. I hope you have a really, really great day. And talk to you next time. Bye.